my moon Elvis ain't dead You ain't going crazy It's all in your head Let me tell you It's all interpretation Oh my To find the truth You gotta read between the lines Dang it, Bobby Work out your own salvation You are the best of white people I don't plan this hard to find If it's more than a place It's a state of my heart that's not how it works. That's not how any of this works. Jerry, just remember, it's not a lie if you believe it. You should never be allowed to talk to people. There is a fine line between genius and madness. Human sacrifice, dogs and cats living together, mass hysteria. God bless America. I love it. I love it. That's just too much, man. Too much. Oh, man. Well, you know, Mark, a glorious uh, day as we chime in for the rest of the week. I have to tell you very quickly. Do you remember in the, on the movie uh, Anchorman, Ron Burgundy? And they showed, uh, um, like, the television promo for the local news team. And it sure, you know, um, 11-time, you know, Emmy Award winning anchor Ron Burgundy. And he starts walking down the street, you know, and he's kind of, you know, that big old bolt walk. And then. Uh, with, you know, Champ Kind Sports. And there comes Champ, and he joins the walk. And then it's, uh, you know, Rip, uh, Rick Tamlin Weather. And he they all joined like they're walking, you know. And then and our man on the street, Brian Fantana. And then he comes and coolly walks, and they're all walking. I just saw the new Fox opening um, really? for their, their right voices at the right time. And I'm not kidding. They're walking the same way. They're doing the Ron Burgundy Anchorman walk as an intro. Go to foxnews.com, man. I'm telling you, you'll see it. It's a full-page ad for their new primetime lineup. Laura Ingram, oh Jesse goodness. Waters, Sean Hannity, Greg Gutfield. The right oh voices at the right time. Holy moly. But I keep thinking, wow. you got rid of the people I liked. You know? <laughs> well, you like and most other people. Yeah. Glenn Beck, Tucker Carlson. Wait a minute. So if somebody yeah. speaks the truth, you labeled them a crazy wacko nut job, you know, and, uh, oh, wait a minute, conspiracy theorist. And, yeah, uh, yeah. you label them and move on. Is that what we're doing now? <laughs> mm. But Fox is not sad. much better than anybody else, Mark. And not I'm not really, bashing not them as hard as I would if I was employed by them. But, you know, <laughs> I mean, that, it's, if I, they were paying me, it'd be worse. But, you know, because I still hope that at some point they'd cut me a check. I'd go on there. I would go on their network yeah. for money. You know sure. what, Mark? Yeah. I would go on yeah. CNN for money. Yeah. Yeah. I would well. go on Disney Channel for money. <laughs> because wow. like a, well, really? my campaign, my campaign slogan is, yes, I did. So there you go. <laughs> that explains why I would do all of those. <laughs> but They're I'm, saying I did what? what? Yeah. Yep. I yes, did. I did. Mm -hmm. That was me. Yeah. Not, you know what? Not a problem. I was actually watching this. Uh, uh, there's a, a documentary of the Bee Gees I've talked to you about a couple of times. And yeah, uh, it's, it. it's good. It's a, it's a really well done piece. And in it, there's a thing about the end of disco. And it's, it shows Steve Dahl in Chicago at the Chicago White Sox uh, doubleheader with the Detroit Tigers, where they blew up a bunch of disco records in July of 79. Right. And, Steve Dahl was this very big personality on the loop in radio. And uh, meanwhile, that they, but they positioned the blowing up of these disco records where everybody got in, bring a disco record in 98 cents and you're in. And the White Sox, you know, nobody, nobody wanted to see the White Sox. They stunk. So that was one way they could get a crowd in there, you know? Right, and yeah. so they did have a big crowd. They turned people away, but they weren't there to watch the ball game. They were there for the blow up. <laughs> 
well, to blow up the records. Yeah, but they showed <laughs> while that's going on in Chicago, the Bee Gees are playing in Oakland, I think, at the college, and they've sold out in Oakland. Mm-hmm. And they're showing them, the Bee Gees are on stage at the same time the records are being blown up. And it's mm-hmm. showing, and it's just, it was an awesome visual, you know? Wow. Yeah. And I thought, how often that is the world we live in. You've got the politics of the day getting blown up and the idiots standing on stage singing like they're in their own little fishbowl and nothing else matters. It's yeah. like Fox News can blow up host after host after host, but because they're not as bad as CNN, people will watch. <laughs> I mean, there you go. Yeah. I don't think their numbers are anywhere near what they used to be, though. I think a lot of people right after the election, when oh, they yeah. called one state before everybody else did, mm-hmm. everybody said, hey, we're out. Yeah. You know, people still, started dropping Fox. You know, I do you remember, um, were you up the night that uh, they, that I was, I was actually awake when Fox News called the election uh, for Donald Trump in 2016? And I remember because it was Megyn Kelly and she was, it was like, two o'clock central time. So three o'clock in the morning, Eastern. Mm. And she was dumbfounded. She, Kelly, she was, Megan Kelly was beside herself. Now wow. I realize now there were probably, you know, probably 20 Fox managers standing around trying to get a look up her dress or something. But you know, that's just because that's who those guys were and are, yeah. I would guess. But anyway, she was so shocked. It, it, it really frightened me because I thought, wait a minute, have we all been lied to? Are they liberals too? I mean, hmm. I had that moment where I, I thought she's going to cry. I didn't see that, but I do, I do vividly remember, uh, uh, was it Chris Wallace? He's, oh, uh, yeah. oh, you know, he's book. saying, um, <laughs> you might want to look at this. This is uh, he's, he's starting to see the trend happen. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and he's pointing out, this is this, this looks like if Trump keeps doing this, he's going to win. And everybody's like, yeah, right. You know, (laughs) we're going to have the night. We're going to have the world's first female president of the United States. That's what's going to happen here. What are you nuts? Meanwhile, (laughs) you and I and the rest of the world were going, well, this makes sense to us. We weren't even shocked because we didn't live in that. You know, you remember Saturday night live the week, the week Saturday night after the election. And they opened up with the Kate McKinnon, the lesbian that used to do the Hillary Clinton impression. And she's on stage with the piano playing the song. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah but with yes. new lyrics about how bad the mm-hmm. country was now. Yes. Like what in the, wait a minute. Do y'all realize back <laughs> in the day when Saturday night live was actually entertaining and did political jokes on everybody. It wasn't mm-hmm. just one way. I mean, yeah. granted they were, they were young and liberal, but you didn't always know it from that. They, they mocked Jimmy Carter as much as yeah, anybody. Yeah. Just, I mean, think about it. It was funny. Dan Aykroyd made a good Jimmy Carter. Mm-hmm. He did. That of course back was was back when Saturday Night Live was actually funny. Yeah, you know, I know that's <laughs> for, kinda, it, for, it was like two or wow. three years there. It was really good, and I yeah. seriously for about two or three years it was really good. I didn't like then, it when the Muppets were on it, but I did like <laughs> Mr. Bill. So <laughs> difference the between the, the yeah the Muppets were on the first season. The first season the I Muppets remember the I regular remember cast yes. yeah. Oh mighty Pavak. Yes, uh, I, I remember the skit. You remember Mr. Bill, the clay guy, the uh, oh no. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I remember Mr. Bill. Yeah. Mr. Hand? No, Mr. <laughs> Hand, no. All right. I wish that would happen to some of our politicians, Mark. So, oh, my goodness. <laughs> coming up, as you and I have been breaking down the 2024 election and those candidates that, for some reason, we haven't heard much about, there's one candidate that, to be honest with you, we should know more about him than any of the rest of them. He was mm-hmm. the vice president under Donald Trump. Mm. But I can tell you, I know very little about him. 
Right. Yeah. Other than he Mike. became a never Trumper at some point, I think. <laughs> yeah, he did. And he bears some a striking resemblance to uh, another character from Johnny Quest, which we can get into after the break. Northern Tool and Equipment. Help. I'm holding my wife's purse. What, with your hands? She just handed it to me. If she handed you a King Cobra, would you hold that? What's the purse look like? Sapphire metallic with a sequin denim applique. And how do I know that? You need to regain your manliness. Is there anyone around you you can arm wrestle? There's a mannequin. Never mind. Just get over to our Black Friday sale. We're taking up to 70% off stuff throughout the store, none of which has sequin denim whatchamacallit. Yeah, it may be too late for you. The Black Friday sale at Northern Tool and Equipment. Your wallet and your manliness will thank you. Welcome back in the Mark and Mac uh, podcast. General rules apply. You know how to get the podcast, right? You can download it automatically. Automatically, it'll come into your inbox, right? Yeah, any place you can get podcasts, you can find us. So See? we're on Apple, we're on on uh, Google. <laughs> I think we're on Google. I mean, the rumor is we're on Google. I mean, <laughs> you know how that goes. Wow. We learned a long time ago. We release a podcast at a certain time of the day, and everybody that's on Google Podcast tells us, we don't have your podcast yet. for some reason for some google users it shows up the next day for some it shows up the right the right day i don't know why i'm i'm totally out of control on that um we're on spotify in fact the spotify is hosting the podcast so that's where it gets distributed from and that means that pretty much anywhere podcasts can be found you can find the mark and mac podcast there you have it so today Opening up and realizing that it'd be better if Reggie Jackson read for Pran for president, you know, than some. <laughs> it's like, I mean, for real, Mark, I would like to see one of the all-time uh, baseball players, you know, that that had a really interesting career kind of thing run for mm-hmm. office. Because I just, I'm not, I'm not feeling it. I, I'm yeah. the only, you know, the one guy that I, I actually am interested in is the Ramaswamy guy who has no chance of winning. Yeah, yeah. that's that's the one cat that I'd like to talk about. But I think he has a better chance than Mike Pence does. And that's who oh, we're wow. talking about today. But because, don't you uh, think that, you know, when you have the vice president for, in his case, four years, that mm-hmm. he wasn't really um, a liability for the White House. He just was a nothing for the White House for four years. You're 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 a heartbeat away. And, and yet mm-hmm. you were further away than than Baron Trump was, you know, or any of the uh, Trump family. And it's like, really, it's like, oh, okay, wait a minute. I, I hear this meeting with Trump. Okay, so I have to have a vice president, right? And it can't be one of my kids. Okay. Then, you know what? Oh, I don't know which guy, you know, I, how did they come up with Pence to start with? I know he was a governor. I know he's a radio guy, you know, former yeah. radio host, which really yeah. tells you immediately more than if you know us, if you know radio people, you never vote for him. I mean, dude, he can't even read whose name's on the chili in the fridge. I can see the meeting. Okay, who do we have in the lineup here? Which, okay, it's all these folders on the desk. Which one of these people has never had any kind of a scandal whatsoever? Oh, buddy. Oh, the boring guy? Okay, yeah. well, he's our guy. You know? Yeah, and, and the reason he's never had it is because he doesn't do anything, man. Think about it, you know? Think about it for just a minute. Yeah. Do you remember, did, was there any kind of any? All right, Mark, I dare say that in the Biden White House, we've had three or four stupid scandals over the weekend, and... They probably are yeah. going to have to lock up crazy Joe before he tries to kiss another toddler mm-hmm. and scare him to death. 
He's right. now scaring children on an international level, Mark. Mm -hmm. And every time I see the video of him sniffing kids, yeah. I wonder why haven't they locked this guy up yet? I'm telling you, why? Mark, if, if he leaned over and started doing his old Jimmy Durante nose on one of my kids or grandkids, mm -hmm. I, me, I, the secret service would not be able to hold me back. And it would have nothing yeah. to do with him being the president or the former president, or a guy that, to be honest with you, I right. don't even think he's alive. I think he's animatronics. I, <laughs> I think it might be claymation or something, but, you know, any way you look at it, that wouldn't fly. But right. Biden was a vice president for eight years after mm -hmm. he ran for president unsuccessfully every time there was an election. I think one year, Mark, he got confused and announced he was running for president in, like, an off year, like 1995, you know? <laughs> and they are like, no, Joe, uh, not an election this year, man. It's next year. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I forgot. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, which is why, which is one reason why Barack Obama himself said, right. uh, you, you can always count on Joe Biden oh, yeah. to absolutely screw things up. You everything. Know? If it, everything. Everything. He right. cusses like a drunken sailor. Do you remember yeah. when he, he would say things on stage and you could see his lips moving. You're like, dude, you don't have to read lips to know what you just said. I mean, <laughs> that was pretty obvious. Yes, this right. is a big blanking deal. Okay, yes. for you, for the rest of it's a big blanking nightmare. That's what you just yes, did. Yes, it was. Him. Right. You know, next well, time, Pence, at least bring something. Mike Pence was, uh, he's the former vice president of the United States. Let's go through the basics in case sure. you've been, you know, on the moon for 20 years. Uh, he served alongside President Trump from 2017 to 2021. He officially filed to run for president just uh, just over a month ago, June 5th, Pence highlighted the economy, abortion issues, and his religious background as central themes of his campaign. Uh, Pence said he would uh, make tax cuts passed during the Trump administration permanent, reduce fiscal spending, and support investment in domestic energy production and security at the U.S.-Mexico border. He also said he would appoint federal judges who would stand for the sanctity of human life, and uh, he would not relent until we restore the sanctity of life at the center of American law in every state in the land. Mm. Before assuming office as president, Pence served as the governor of Indiana from 2013 to 2017 and as a member of the U.S. House of Representatives from 2001 until 2013. Mm. No, I mean, that's yeah. pretty good stuff. I mean, that, that's an actually accomplished record of winning. It is. You it know. is. You look at house. Wikipedia. I mean, I, I actually, to begin with, went over to Wikipedia and started looking sure. at it. And I'm like, okay, these people hate everybody conservative. So sure. everything, you know, everything is negative about him. And there's so much negative stuff about him and Trump. And yeah, but the thing is, he's got almost an encyclopedia worth of information over at Wikipedia. So if you want to know more, go. But the thing is, you already know the guy. Yeah. Um, he's, uh, they say, he is nominally in third place in the primary race. That's a, that's according to 538. He's uh, suffered not one, but two, not two, but three setbacks lately. One yep. of those issues is a grave concern and that's his fundraising. Oh. Uh, his fundraising <laughs> has dropped off a lot. Boy, no bucks, no buck Rogers, man. That's, that's what it comes down to. And after what happened, uh, in, in Iowa Friday, I have a feeling his fundraising is probably drying up. Completely. All right, Mark, you kind of hinted, I didn't watch this. So tell me what yeah. did he do to Tucker Carlson or what happened on stage that was so bad for Mike Pence? Well, he gets introduced, he gets this big, huge flowery introduction, um, by some woman who I, I, I just flipped over there on YouTube because mm -hmm. I knew it was happening and right. I wasn't really paying close attention to the entire event, but I saw this, this huge introduction and then Tucker Carlson comes out with him and they, 
fumble around a little bit and Tucker asks him a question. And then Pence says, hey, before we get into that, let me just take a moment. And then he, he, it, it's almost like it's hi, I'm Mr. Super, super important. And you know me, and I just want to bless all these people for being kind enough to invite me here. So he takes the next two minutes and talks about all of the people who put the thing on and uh, put really? the event on. And yes, he did. And so then he was, he was actually doing all the servicing that they hire somebody to do or exactly. Yes. Tucker Carlson yeah. would do. Yeah. It's almost as though, uh, it, because he said it, it was some sort of a special blessing. Right. Wow. And then Tucker Carlson gets into the nitty gritty with him and starts asking him questions about various mm -hmm. things. And at one point he, uh, he's talking about Ukraine mm -hmm. and Ukraine is a topic that you and I have not touched on much at all, because quite frankly, who knows what's really going on there? We don't know what's really going yep. on in Ukraine. The news media is telling us one thing. The politicians are telling us something. Mm -hmm. And we can't trust either one of them. Right. And everything is with, to do with Ukraine has always been fishy at some level. So we really don't know what's happening with right. Ukraine and Russia, except what the news media is telling us. And so we have politicians today who are who are taking the position that we have to help the Ukraine defend itself. So we keep having to send them airplanes and tanks and missiles and things like that. And that's what Pence was talking about mm -hmm. at one point. And then Tucker, Tucker interrupted him. We're saying maybe January we'll let somebody transfer some jets. I'm sorry, Mr. Vice President, have you, I know you're running for president. You are, distra you. You are distressed notice. that the Ukrainians don't have enough American tanks. Every city in the United States has become much worse over the past three years. Yeah. Drive around. There's not one city that's gotten better in the United States. And it's visible. Our economy has degraded. The suicide rate has jumped. Public filth and disorder and crime have exponentially increased. And yet your concern is that the Ukrainians, a country most people can't find on a map, who've received tens of billions of U.S. tax dollars, don't have enough tanks. Right. I think it's a fair question to ask, like, where's the concern for the United States in that? Well, it's not my concern. Oh. Tucker, I've heard that routine from you before, but that's not my concern. I'm wow. running for president of the United States because I think this country's in a lot of trouble. I think Joe Biden has weakened America at home and abroad. And as president of the United States, we're going to restore law and order in our cities. We're going to secure our border. We're going to get this economy moving again. And we're going to make sure that we have men and women on our courts at every level that will stand for the right to life and defend all the God-given liberties enshrined in our Constitution. Anybody that says that we can't be the leader of the free world and solve our problems at home has a pretty small view of the greatest nation on earth. We can do both. And as President of the United States, we will secure our border, we will support our military, we will revive our economy and stand by our values, and we will also lead the world for freedom under my administration. Mm -hmm. Okay. You know, that's all. those were wonderful, wonderful things, um, mm -hmm. but you don't hear any answers in it. I, yeah. I say, we say those things all the time, but you know what? When I say secure the border, I give you the Dave Mack plan. You might not like it, but I got right, a plan, yeah. you yeah. know, and... But he says, that's not my concern. Mm -hmm. You're not, that has to be your concern, dude. You're, you know, yeah. I understand what Tucker is saying. It means something. Yes. You're worried about tanks in Ukraine, but look, you're running for president right now. Yeah. That's a concern. Okay. But at what point do you point it inward? I'm going to be honest with you. I live out by the innocent army depot. You know what, Mark, they make tanks out there. Yeah. So yeah, our economy changes if they 
you know, if our military were to go back to building things and doing things, it would be different, but we're not. And I mean, Biden's telling uh, people around the world that we don't have weapons. You know, we don't have yeah, we're ammunition. ammunition yeah. yeah. I mean, he's an idiot. So I understand what, what Tucker, Tucker Carlson is asking, but it seems dismissive for Mike Pence to say, oh, I know what you're, you know, that's just, oh, I've seen this. I've seen your act before. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's just, wow, dude. So dismissive. Yeah. Way to so, read the room. Yeah. Because, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he seemed like grandpa, man. He got mad. Yeah. He got mad because he, he got challenged and he didn't. He and did. he, he got into talking points right away. Okay. But yes, you saw a really quick lightning bolt of anger. And I think I'm not kidding, but you know how like in a cartoon where they show like an atom bomb blowing up in guy's eyes, you know, mm -hmm. they show his yes. eye pupils going. <laughs> yeah. I think that's what I saw with Mike Pence right then. So. Yep. And uh, wow. most places cut that off at the, where he says, that's my, not my concern. Really? Like you, Oh yeah, yeah. The, you see, yeah. you see the clips did. on YouTube and such. You, they cut. That's not my concern because that is the most condemning part of it. It's just like, yikes! Well, it was a it's stupid actually, thing to say. I, it is a stupid thing to say, and but the thing is, I think he digs the hole even deeper yes. by going in and just spouting his campaign position right. on everything. Yeah. Right? Because we and if we can't do it in both yeah. places at one, yeah, right. it, both places, really. I don't think so. I think what's gotten this country into trouble over the last couple of generations is that we've decided we can do it everywhere. Mm -hmm. You we know, can be the police of the world. That's right. And, and we'll pay for we it. We, we're the only country that defeats another country at war and then puts our own people in poverty while they re rebuild theirs. We rebuilt right. their economy. You know what? After the original Gulf War, it was, it was plywood in the United States. If you're trying to build a house and you need plywood, it went from $8 a sheet to $40 a sheet. And I don't think it's come down. You know, yeah. we have yeah, paid for everything time and time again. And I'm not, I'm not a, I'm an isolationist. I don't want to build, you know, but I understand what he's saying, but I thought he would be smarter than to say, that's not my concern to say, mm -hmm. cause that's going to, cause I, if I'm running against him, I, every town I go to, uh, by the way, yeah. Y'all, I love you, and I really care about you. I, Aniston, I care about you. Jacksonville, I, Birmingham, I care about you. But you know what? Mike Pence says, you're not his concern. Mm. Wow. So, there you go. Yep. So there Good you job. have it. Yeah. I, I think I think that's really all we have to say about Mike Pence. He's, he sounded mad, though. I, I kind of want to get him on the air and make him mad now. I, <laughs> I think he was. From what I've seen, he... Uh, he he didn't face Tucker Carlson when he was talking to him. He faced the audience. Of course he did. He's, he's got a, a handheld wireless microphone and Tucker Carlson is to his right. And he doesn't stand, he doesn't look at Tucker and answer him and talk to him. He looks at the crowd and talks to the crowd mm -hmm. because it is just basically it's a speech. He's yeah. just responding to questions. He's making a speech as yeah. his responses. And he, he just got dismissive. I've seen mm -hmm. your act before. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> As I said, way to read the room because you've got a room full of people who are big Tucker fans. Yeah. And he just shot himself, not in one foot, but both feet and then picked the gun up and shot himself right between the eyes. <laughs> I think he's, I think he's killed his campaign. Yeah. Well, you know, Mark, at, at a certain point, I, I understand the talking points, you know, of securing our borders, rebuilding. Mm -hmm. our, I mean, look, I got it, but you didn't tell us how you're going to do any of those. I mean, we all want right. all those things. Yeah. We're all for, there's not one of those things anybody's going to disagree with, right. but where do you stand on, uh, just kind of curious. And I think I know the answer. Where do you stand 
on boys in high school playing women's sports by just claiming that instead of being Mike, they're called Michelle. I mean, mm. they're going to be Michelle this semester so they can go to college on a basketball scholarship playing girls basketball. Where do you stand right. on that? Um, yeah. Do you believe women should be in women's sports? You know, I, those are some questions that they are going to get asked and ought to be prepared to answer and better do it now because it's those mm. kind of questions that you've got to learn. Those are the bait and switch questions you're going to get. Remember in the 2012 election, Mark, and I know you remember this, um, at the Republican, uh, at the run of the Republican debates and there was Mitt Romney and, oh my gosh, there was, it was Larry and the three stooges for a couple of them. But, um, <laughs> you know, it was kind of funny because there, the question was about, um, birth control. Remember that the birth control and, and, Vaguely, and Romney yeah. finally went, nobody's talking about that. Mm -hmm. no, it's fine. I, you know, because the question <laughs> it came, it came from George Snuffleupagus who, uh, oh, by the yeah. way. If you remember George Snuffleupagus, who's now an ABC newsman, he was the uh -huh. Bill Clinton administration fix-it guy for years. He was yeah. their voice out front. Who, and before that, he covered for one of the other liberal pinko commies in Congress. Mm -hmm. But anyway, it was George Snuffleupagus that launched the war on women. The Republican yeah. war on women began with that question at the 2012 debate. And I remember watching that going, well, Romney handled that well. He said, mm -hmm. nobody has, I don't know of any, you're asking a question that nobody is talking about. Nobody is asking. And by the way, not one state is suggesting. And if they did, I would say no, but they're not leave it alone. And yet the next day, yeah. the Republican war on women, they want to prevent women from getting, um, right. a, uh, yeah. contraception. That's what it right. was. And yeah. that's who you're working with now. Okay. Tucker Carlson is not that guy. He's not that guy mm -hmm. in the media. So to treat him like George Snuffleupagus should be treated is ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. And why do the Republicans keep going down that trail and allowing the liberal Democrats to choose letting the networks choose where the, who's going to do the debates? Why do they still mm -hmm. do that, Mark? I don't know. I really don't. I think that's one reason that uh, Trump has decided he's not going to participate in debates. Why? Well, they're rigged. You know, <laughs> they are. <laughs> they I mean. are. They're rigged. They just they they uh, they pontificate while asking a question. Right. Right. They set the question up by by talking for two minutes about something right. and setting the stage so that there's no correct way to answer the question. Right. You know, there's just not a correct way to answer you the know, question Mark, without looking like I saw like your an, an wife idiot, in 1979 and she had a bloody lip. Now I know you said you didn't cause it, that she actually tripped and hit her head on the curb, but I heard that you like to curb stomp people back when, you know, and that that's what they do. And thing is, but mm -hmm. Republicans are, you know what? The Republicans are Charlie Brown. The Democrats are Lucy and the yeah. they still try to kick the football and Donald Trump didn't. That's what ticked everybody off. I think yeah. that and the yeah, fact that one he of does bloviate yeah. a good bit. I mean, I, you he know, does. when you actually, when you actually listen to him, if you, okay, if you take a critical look at Donald Trump, yeah, he is uh, boisterous, dismissive, but he says a lot. Of, you know what? Rosie O'Fat deserves to be treated like that. You know, she does. She's a horrible human being who talks bad about everybody. But all of a sudden, Donald Trump says things about her and he's the bad guy. Think about yeah. that. That's what happened. And, yep. you know, Donald Trump, he kind of unleashed our inner 12 year old, you know, on the rest of the world. But, yeah. you know, I don't know. I felt safer when Donald Trump was in the White House. I felt like I, you know what? I felt like some of the stuff that's happening now in particular, and I'm, it's a real bother for me is women in sports. And the reason goes yeah. back to a, a, I told you about this years ago, 
um, doing charity basketball games, one of the first things I did as a so-called celebrity. Now, when you're a local <laughs> local radio station, right? Um, right, yeah. In, yeah, you're the local celebrity. You get to ride the elephant at the Clyde Beatty Cole Brothers Circus, okay? You have not. You do not know what celebrity is until you have <laughs> ridden the, the elephant in the Clyde Beatty. Not Ringling Brothers, Mark. The Clyde Beatty Cole Brothers Circus. You got right. Ringling Brothers going to, say, Birmingham, Alabama. You've got Clay, Clyde Beatty Cole Brothers showing up in, I don't know, Heflin. Okay? So... <laughs> Not knocking Heflin, but right, you yeah. get the point. So anyway, having done all that, but um, one of the things I got to do in my first big radio gig, which meant a radio station that people actually listen to, um, I was uh, doing nights and weekends, and I got to be part of the Kicks Cagers. It was a basketball hmm. thing. Pat Patterson was doing it, was the morning guy, and he had done it back. He was a big deal in the like, late 60s and 70s. And he had left Raleigh and gone to Houston and did wake ups in some big cities, much like Johnny Fever, and ended up coming back to Raleigh um, as AM radio was dying out. And uh, we took this top 40 station that had been the legendary top 40 music station forever, but it was AM and it was 1981. So the numbers were dropping for AM radio for then and country music was happening. So we flipped the format to country. But before that happened, the kicks cagers with Pat Patterson and he asked if I would play. I was only 18. I was in college. Yes, I'll play. Sure. <laughs> so I started, I learned that you could raise a lot of money and have a lot of fun. And dare became a, a wonderful program. They help uh, with drug education with young kids. And, and it's the police departments that do it and the sheriff's departments. And I'll tell you, if you want to get involved in something, that's a good one to be involved in. It still is to this day. It's something I truly believe in. And so over the years, when I was at a radio station that had, young enough guys to be athletes and could play, I would do it. Well, we are, I was at a station in, uh, Greenville or yeah, Greenville, North Carolina and along the coast with rusty. And he had connections there because he was born and raised there. They, and he had a brother that was on the sheriff's department or something. And they wanted to do a fundraiser for dare. They had a Harlem grilled product. Tracy bell was from the area. And I'm like, sure. You know, that that'll be fun. And it was, it was, it was for fun. And we had a great time. Thing is, is that, one of the ringers that they brought in, okay, was this uh, college basketball player who was really good. And I mean, Mark, this person, oh, I'm a, she's a female, okay? She wasn't like, she's probably 5'10, but she was, had all these college records for shooting and scoring. And, I mean, just amazing, right? Dude. Right then, my opinion changed about athletics hmm. it, because yeah she was a great female basketball player she really was but dude i was a very average basketball player okay not good enough to play high school basketball and i drubbed her like she was a five-year-old you know wow yeah <laughs> so mm -hmm. i ever since then i have felt this way if yeah. you've got a kid that's not good enough to make it on the boys team, but you want him to play sports and want him to get, and you don't have money for college, let him play girl sports. Just say, I identify as a girl. Wow. And yeah. by the way, my name's David and I don't want to change my name just because I now identify as a woman. I identify as a woman with a male name. So I'm right. still going to be David. And I'm, by the way, I am a girl. I identify as a female, but I really like boys clothes. So I'm going to actually, you know, what? I am a lesbian trapped in a man's body. Mm. So I am a woman. But I, so I'm going to play girl sports and you right. know what? 
I'm going to dominate. And I mean, mm-hmm. why not? That That's what they've done to it. They, yep. they being the liberals, I don't know how women's right groups are not fighting this mark. And why is it? It will be, this is going to be a big issue in 2024. Mark my words on this one. It is going over the top because they've already laid it out there saying that it's the, the right Christian people, the Christian right that doesn't want the, this blurring of the lines. Okay. No, that's what no, they're it's, saying. It's sane people. Yes. Just, it's just sane people. That's yeah, who it is. They are yeah. blame. And by the way, blaming the Christian right in Canada now for Muslims um, that are yeah. against the uh, LGBTQ. Uh, they're yeah. blaming Christians in America for Muslims speaking out about their own religion. Right. <laughs> by the way, <laughs> they don't like Christians either. Just saying. Okay. <laughs> but Yeah. <laughs> idiots idiots all but but that's where we're headed mark 2024 is going to be about the lgbtqia community mm. it is all of it every bit they are in, I, they are setting the stage for that they really are but uh, thankfully some slowly state by state some states are passing laws saying that you that you can't compete in women's mm-hmm. sports unless you you know can prove that you were born female Right, you know that's, and that is, that's one of those things where you 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 stop and think, you have to prove this, yes. you have to. This is this is a okay. little crazy. But if this you is had the, an Adam's apple, you're a dude. Just saying. <laughs> I'm, that's look. You can have surgery to fix a lot of things, but you can't fix that one. Yeah, <laughs> it shows. So I'm a cat, and I just moved in with this new human. And she's got this little toy she's always playing with all day long. Tap, 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 bloop, bloop. She can't put it down. There it is. Oh, and get this. She even talks to it. Last week, she asked it for Chinese. And guess what? Egg rolls showed up like magic. Humans have cool toys. A person is the best thing to happen to a shelter pet. Be that person. Adopt. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the shelterpetproject.org. Welcome back in Mark and Mac podcast. You know, Mark, I was thinking, wouldn't it be cool to do a monkey's, you know, reunion tour because you only have to pay for one of them. It's just Mickey Dolan singing. Hey, Hey, I'm a monkey. (laughs) I'm too old to monkey around. All my friends are dead. (laughs) It would be all track dates. Yeah. So, because that way you can have the rest of them on the backing tracks, you know? Oh, wow. That's, a, you know, that's what a lot of, I, I was, okay, we joke, but you know what? Right now, Don Henley uh, going out as the Eagles do their last uh, tour. Wow. And think about it. Don Henley is the only Eagle, actually, I mean, the only guy who played in the 70s, you know, on the, the, the original Eagles. The yeah. group, we, there were two groups in the 70s, pretty much. You had the, the Blue Album Best Of Hits, the Eagles with Don Felder. And then you had the Eagles where it was a little more less country. You know, there was less peaceful, easy feeling and more right, yeah. the long road and uh, life, life, or, mm-hmm. uh, life in the yeah. fast lane. So you got Don Felder for the early seventies up to about 74. And then you've got the entertaining Eagles with Joe Walsh. And, but none of these guys are either alive or playing. And so you've got the Eagles going out, Don Henley behind the drums, you know, because that way he doesn't have to stand. Because I mean, Don's old. He's got to be getting up there, dude. Wow. Yeah, I, I think you know what. If I hear, if I hear Don Henley, 
you know, at, looking at the boys of summer and, you know, talking about playing and inviting his good buddy and childhood friend, uh, uh president Joe Biden to sit in, you know, I'm really going to be Ooh. upset because oh I think my. he's getting up there. I think he's old. Like, I mean, I'm not sure how old, but he's Yikes. old. Yeah. You know, I, I, I've told you this before and we've talked about it on the show at one time. I got a chance to see D Davy Jones in concert, uh, once, you know, one of the, one of the monkeys. Yeah. I was at uh, Walt Disney World. They have this uh, the, this theater uh, on the lake at Epcot, on the, the lagoon there at Epcot, and he's there doing doing a show. Yeah, and I'm thinking, wow, this is okay. Let's and sit you didn't down and know. watch. You didn't know. Well, he was it was there. like I I didn't go there to see him. I didn't. Okay, it was just like yeah. he's there as right. part of the concert series. Okay, and and so we're you know we all sit down and we watch the show go by, and he's doing. Of course, he's doing all his. You know, everybody knows. Hit the songs he's famous yeah. for. And, oh yeah, Daydream Believe. And yeah, and and he introduces. So I'd like to you know bring my wife on stage. Uh, without her, so many things would not be possible. Yada 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 yada. And this young lady comes out on stage who could be your granddaughter. Yeah, I mean she's <laughs> she's very young and very very pretty. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking. Wow, that was the uh, that was the hospice care nurse that made it good. Wow, you know. Oh man, Mark. <laughs> oh, but here's the other side of the coin because you know I'm a I'm a monkey's nut. Yeah, I'm a Davy Jones fan. Um, the woman that you're talking about, uh, you know, Davy Jones actually wanted to be a jockey, and he was mad that he was training to be a jockey and was mad when his parents kind of got him involved in doing television. Uh, uh -huh. in, in London, in Great Britain. Right. And then one, you know, then he was in the original cast for Oliver. He was brought to the U from West end. He was brought to Broadway to do all he okay. signed sure. a deal with cold gems. If you remember the cold gems record label actually had a deal for the Broadway play for Oliver to release the album in the States with the original cast. And Davy Jones was the, the cast member. He was the leader of that okay. thing. So he was signed to that deal. And so when they did the monkeys thing, They've been trying to find something for Davy Jones, you know, to do because he was short, you know, and British and didn't know what to do with him. So, Hey, yeah, you're okay. You're a monkey. Come on. You know? And anyway, so over the years, as his career went up and down, he had uh, married and divorced. And anyway, um, Davy Jones actually married. I'm going to do this from memory. The woman that you saw him with at Disney was actually mm -hmm. a woman that he met on the horse circuit when he actually was kind of not doing a lot of monkeying around, you know? And okay. had been, you know, got into horses and stables and got into the care of horses. Yeah. Uh, not just the jockeying side. And that his, that's how I met his wife ah, and his, we're back, and his we're back kids to, loved her. We're back to care again. See, yeah. so <laughs> I'm thinking she was a caregiver. That's what I'm thinking. Come on. <laughs> Killing what? me smalls. No, I just, you know, I'm trying to, I, I just remember when he died and how shocked I was, you know? Yeah. I me too because it was like a year after I saw him. I mean, the next year, like Davy Jones yeah. is dead. I just saw I know, him. Like, I know, isn't that weird? <laughs> yes. It was like that because you know what? Yeah. Because people would post things. You know, because of our world, where you know, I remember there was a video on YouTube and it showed how this guy they had done this wedding and and this guy wanted to gift his I don't know bride or whatever it was. It was a special event and there was a lady who loved monkeys, right? And she, you know, the chimpanzee monkeys. Oh, but okay. yeah. They couldn't bring a real chimp in, so he paid for Davy Jones to come in and sing. Here's a real monkey. <laughs> I thought it was a great, and, and the video of it was great. You know, that's awesome. Yeah. That's stuff like awesome. that. And I just seen that right before the guy, you find out he's right. dead. 
It's like, what do wow. you mean Davy can't die? And yeah. Mickey Dolenz is the one that's left? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Good grief, man. I mean, I like him and all, okay. but... Yeah. Well, in case you can't enough. tell, we don't have anything else to say about Mike Pence. So we're talking about the monkeys. He was so dismissive <laughs> of, of Tucker Carlson, <laughs> really Mark. Was. I feel he like, was. you know what? We would have a better <laughs> chance. And by the way, I looked up Don Henley. He is a little bit younger than Joe Biden, but not much. <laughs> Well, I don't. Dude is seventy five, Mark. Mm. Well, if Henley. things don't change, I don't think we're going to see Pence on the debate stage because he's. Yeah. There's one of the one of the uh, the 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 earmarks. One of the things that you have to achieve is right. forty thousand individual donations. Okay. You have to pass that threshold. That's the number of contributions you've got to have to make it to the Republican primary debate stage. He doesn't have that. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have 40,000 individual donations. Now stop and think about that. 40,000 people in a nation oh, wow. of 325 million people. Hmm. He doesn't have that many don individuals donating to his campaign yet. And he's wow. got to cross that line to get on the debate debate stage. I didn't realize that was the threshold, but wow. Yeah. Yeah. I think Vivek Ramaswamy. Yeah. Another guy who was probably in Johnny quest. Yeah, <laughs> because Pence looks a lot like Race Bannon, as far as I'm concerned. But he may actually pass <laughs> pass that forty thousand right. mark and be on the debate stage before Pence does. Wow. So, well, you know what? That actually makes sense. I mean, in, yeah. it, because anybody could raise a lot of money from a few people. You know, yeah. you can do that. But yeah, it's all and coming when you from say it, a, there's a big pack that's don yeah. donating to him. Most of his money's coming from right. the pack. So, and that sounds like a lot, forty thousand, but it's not. And no. in order, in terms of the votes you have to get when you're talking to win, right. you're going to have to get if you're well, if it's a legitimate election, about sixty-five million votes. If it's a fake mm -hmm. election, eighty million. So take your it's pick. It's less than a thousand people per state. Right. Think about that. Yeah. It's less than a thousand people in each state. Well, so, it depends on who, which candidate or which president you're talking about for the number of states. Because I think we had one guy <laughs> who didn't know his wife's name, Michael, oh, and yeah, thought we had right. 57 or okay. 58 states. You know, so. <laughs> wow. Okay. That's a good way of putting it, though, Mark. That really is. is. That's a good way of putting it out there and, and realizing that it's not, it, A, not an insurmountable number. And if you plan no. on, on, if you want to run a campaign, you've got to have way more people than that in every state. So mm -hmm. good you're place really, to start working really though. Yeah, it really grassroots is. campaigning for real. Okay. If you were going to do that, you think about it, you'd have to go to 50 different states and figure out, I mean, just from the bottom up to get the kind of support you would need. Now granted mm -hmm. you would target voting centers and things like that. You know, the, so you'd target the top 20 markets for population size and say to heck with the, you know, that's why these yeah. idiots trying to get rid of the electoral college scare me. They don't mm -hmm. understand exactly you know, the math yeah. and any, they'll, they'll, until the Republicans or until human, until people with a brain stand up and say, <laughs> I, these voting machines are BS. We're going to go back to it. You know, I want the hard ballot and I want, and no, you can vote on one day. I don't mind making it a holiday. Everybody yeah. votes on the same day. You can have a ballot if you're going to be out of the country. Yeah. You know, we'll do that ahead of time. Yeah, that's the only But reason. they'll only yeah. be counted if there's a tie and the number of right. these, you know, that's the only way. That, and by the way, that's legitimately how they're supposed to be counted. Exactly. You know yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Those, the ballots that come in the trunk of somebody's car. No, that's no. not going to under my way. And no. you go, but Dave, there's too many votes and too many things. No, buddy. You know what? You don't eat the elephant like that. You eat it one bite no. at a time. Exactly. So you have, yeah. You've got Welburn Elementary that is a voting place, and they have yeah. a couple hundred, you know, 
that you count each voting place and each one builds until you have the county and go beyond. I mean, it's a very simple process. It doesn't take that long. And um, there we would have actual proof in the pudding. Here's your ballot and here's where it was marked. And by the way, if voters are too stupid to figure out who they voted for and make it clear, uh, then their vote shouldn't count. But if they can't figure out, how do they figure it out on the electronic voting? That's what I want to know. How do you yeah. figure it out? Oh, you know what? Yeah. When we watched them flip the election, Mark, you, you nailed it when you said, how is it possible they shuttle these things down at 2 in the morning and when they turn them back on at 4 a.m., the lead had changed by the same percentage across the board? Yeah. Yep. Exactly right. Nothing Yikes. but questions. And when you've got nothing but questions, you need a lot more answers. A lot more answers than Mike Pence gave us with. That's, That's not sure. my concern. That's not my I, concern. See, he's raised a, a $3.9 million. 2.7 of that is coming from the Committed to America PAC. Meanwhile, yeah. Donald Trump has raised $35 million. Since we started this <laughs> podcast 30 minutes ago. DeSantis, yeah. $20 million. Nikki Haley, $7.7 million. Tim Scott, $6.1 million. These are, and the thing is that you would think Nikki Haley and Tim Scott, they've got the name recognition, yeah. but Mike In Pence was the vice president for Pete's right. sake. You'd think, you know, but wow. no. Mm. Wow. Yikes. You know, uh, yeah. interesting, Tim Scott and Nikki Haley, both from South Carolina, and uh, interesting to see how that's going to play. But who, yeah. who, wait, what, was it a person on The View that said Nikki Haley was over the hill at 50? Um, <laughs> so, so I can't remember who said it, but there's all kinds of, you know, can the, you I imagine? Think it was Pastor Prime was, I think, the... Uh, oh, Pastor Prime, that was it. Yeah, yeah that and was see, the phrase. And yeah. when I heard that, I thought Pastor Prime was a new show on the 700 Club. I didn't know... <laughs> I thought that was the the byline for the view. They're all past their prime. Wow. Um, dude. Yeah. Oh, Mark. Oh uh, yeah. And I Good think we've you. passed we've passed our prime. Hey, thanks a lot for listening. Remember you can get in touch with us through our website at markandmaxshow.com. You can email us from there. There's a contact button. You can fill out a form there. You can also leave us a voice message there as well. Put your thoughts together, 30 seconds or less. Let us know what you think. We'd love to hear from you. <laughs> And I guess we'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> we never walked on the moon. Elvis ain't dead. You ain't going crazy. It's all in your head.